Welcome to the 10th season of Delving Into Dance. In this season, the Australian Youth Dance Festival Youth Ambassadors take over the interviews to explore youth dance practice, taking place both in Australia and further afield. You will hear interviews from Daniel Riley, Anna Kenrick, Adam Rutherford, Adam Wheeler, Aparna Nagesh and Katie McCarthy. Each interview stretches a different aspect of youth dance practice, presented against the backdrop of the Australian Youth Dance Festival, taking place in Melbourne during July. This season has been produced in a partnership between Ausdance Victoria and Delving Into Dance, with the aim of expanding the conversation of youth dance practice, recognising the central role that youth dance has in a healthy dance ecology. I am Patricia hayes Kavanagh, and this podcast interviews Daniel Riley. Oh, wow. Um, I actually, my first dancing, and I actually don't too, tell too many people this, I don't know why, but... And now I'm going to tell everybody because they're all going to listen to this podcast. Um, I started when I was nine years old and I started with tap dancing. Oh my goodness. I love yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't know what, like, I think I was drawn to it. My sister was doing it at the time and I was really drawn to, I think, the rhythms of the feet and I quite like the physicality. And I know the tap dogs were big at the time and I was kind of like, oh, they're cool. Like, that's really awesome. I want to be able to do that. And, and so I got into that, but Dance for me really kicked off and started when I moved to Canberra and I joined Quantum Leap, uh, what's now called QL2. Um, for me, that being being surrounded by people who uh, understood and who had the same kind of drive, you know, every week to go get up on a Sunday morning and go and dance and move and express and feel I don't know connected and creative and um yeah all of these things and how they're all kind of wrapped up in the idea of what dance is but also what the idea of 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 kind of company or like group that sense of group and sense of company and you find your place in that and I, I just really loved I loved that whole aspect of it you know yes it was social but I really loved the the freedom of expression and just realizing that, oh, wow, I don't need to use my mouth if I want to tell a story. Like, oh, yeah, I can do that through movement and I can do that through body expression and moving my body through the space in weird, wonderful, beautiful, awkward ways is an incredible thing to be able to do as humans, to emote like that and to tell stories and uh, and to kind of connect to something that's so much more innate than than words are you know that for us to just kind of move and react so instinctually is is an incredible thing so you know yeah I loved I loved kind of all of that around dance um and which is why I kind of yeah I, I I've done it for so long and I found things different things along the way you know and like it, and different reasons to stay and to be doing it and I'm this far down the rabbit hole now I was like I don't have any other really skills so well I'm in it now so I'm just going to continue to ride the wave you know <laughs> um or ride it until kind of the wheels fall off so um and you find different facets of it too you know as you kind of go through your career and um you know I started dancing when I was nine um I'm now 33 uh, and you know, I was just now. I'm just kind of navigating into the next stage of my career. So, you know, any interest waxes and wanes too. You know, 
Like, it's not easy, as you know. It's yeah. not, you know, physically, mentally, it's not easy. So, you know, your interest and commitment waxes and wanes, but that's okay. That's a good thing too. Was there anywhere, like, when you first started training, like, that you really wanted to take it or, like, yeah, take yourself with that training or was it? You mean, like, goals, like where yeah, I wanted to be? Yeah, any kind of be. goals that you had that you wanted to reach when you first started. Ooh. Um, when I first started, no. You know, like, I, for me, it was a hobby at the time, you know, and I think for many young people around that kind of 10, 11, 12 age, it's a hobby, you know. It's something, you know, in summer I played cricket, in winter I played soccer, but I danced all year. So it was just a hobby for me at the time. And uh, even kind of when I found, you know, youth dance and I found Quantum and I, I joined this kind of, this company, uh, in many ways, kind of a cult, you know, of, um, which I'm sure that you can appreciate, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, and so I kind of, you know, you yeah, it's a hobby at the time. And then it kind of interest snowballs and your commitment kind of snowballs and it, it it starts to take it i found it started to kind of take over my life you know my very young teenage pre-teenage you know life but i was thinking about it more and i was looking to do more classes and wanting to engage in it more and and yes i think a big part of it was social you know to actually be around people who understood and you know, who were similar and kind of weird and quirky as all artists kind of are. And, um, yeah, and then it wasn't really until, God, when was it? It must have been, like, uh, year, I want to say it was, like, year 11 or year 10 when I was I was still living in Canberra. Um, I, went, I was going to, if it was year 10, I was going to Tilopia Park High, and if it was year 11, I was at Narrabunda College. Um, and, um, this wonderful cultural company came through Canberra, Bangara Dance Theatre. And I really, it was the first time I had seen a show and not just enjoyed it for pure aesthetics, but it was the first time that I really felt it and that I really felt a connection to something deeper and bigger than myself and bigger than the art form in a way. So for me, I really... It was then I was like, that's it. It was a light bulb. I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. This is destiny. This is a way I can connect to my culture and to my heritage and and grow my identity. And and then so from then on, it was literally for like year 11, year 12, it was, okay, how do I get, how do I, how do I, what boxes, what steps and levels do I need to take to get to that? I was like, well, I need to train. Okay, where do I do that? So I looked at all the options, you know, all of them, QT, uh, WAPA, um, AC Arts, uh, VCA, New Zealand School of Dance. Um, I even looked at places like NASDAQ and ACPA. Um, and, I, I, and then I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to audition. What do I need for the audition? I was like, okay, cool. Yet again, more boxes, more levels to tick off. And I was like ballet oh damn okay well 
All right. Well, if I'm going to do it, and then it was then actually, it was around that time, year 11, year 12, that I think it was Ruth, Ruth Osborne, the artistic director of Quantum, very good friend of mine now, sweetheart, I love her to death. She actually was like, you know, this, like that company, that's their job. I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's their job. They get paid to do that. And I was like, it blew my mind. My <laughs> world opened and my, I, I didn't even know, you know, how was I meant to know that? Um, and so when I realized that, I was like, okay, that's what I got to do. And so then I realized that, right, I got to get into university. Okay, I have to have some sort of, if I'm really serious about this, I have to have some sort of proficiency and idea of what a plie or a tondu is. I completely accepted I was never going to be good at it then or even now, but I needed an understanding to show my commitment that they would accept me so I could train hard for three years and then get accepted at Bangara, you know. And so it was just one of those moments where it's just you just keep ticking off things that you need to do, you know. You, you do the pre-planning before you get to the big show, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, like, we have this kind of saying at Kirill too, and, like, you know, once a quantum leaper, always a quantum leaper. Always. Always, always. <laughs> I've been repping my QL2 shirts all week. <laughs> oh, good. Good. <laughs> um, so, like, what does being a part of, like, that legacy of QL2 and Quantum Leap and, like, being a part of that wider community that's, like, what does that mean to you? Um, how does that kind of carry on? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I've always... Quantum is the first, when people ask me, oh, where did you train? Quantum is always the first name I drop, always. Um, because really that's where the seed was sown for me. That's where, you know, that's where the, the, the A, the seed was sown and the idea of doing what I get to do now started. Um, Quantum is also a place where I developed all, a lot of my long-term relationships a lot of a lot of people who I call friends now and kind of um, you know creative artistic friends now I first met when I was a young dancer and not just maybe like in different levels and some of them we danced together that I still call very very good friends and there are people that I met when I was a young dancer who came through Canberra and just did workshops at Quantum or whatever that was but we had I met them and then years later when I was in the industry I was like do you remember like yeah yeah wow and kind of all these connections and everything just kind of adds up and it just goes to show how wonderful the kind of the 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 dance world is that everyone is supportive and everyone is wants everyone to succeed um but I think with the legacy of Bangara of Bangara the legacy of um of Quantum is that Quantum leapers have gone and continue to go far and wide. Uh, Europe, all through Australia, like Asia, like we we continue to grow and thrive. Um, and I think you know a lot of that comes down to um, the commitment that was instilled in us at Quantum, you know, and that dedication. Uh, that's where a lot of that was instilled for me even creative periods of of learning how to uh 
I guess, and I noticed this especially when I went to university, the confidence that the few of us, because um, I went through QUT in Brisbane, the few of us that went from uh, quantum to, QL to, to QUT, you really noticed the level of confidence in a creative period or a creative kind of zone, you know. There were, there, it was very clear who had worked collaboratively and creatively and who hadn't. And so I think to instill these kind of ideas in dancers so young is such a gift. Um, it, it takes us as young dancers out of a youth company into an institution like you are at yourself now, like at PPY or when I went through QUT, already without blinkers on. You're already thinking laterally and you're already thinking uh, about the greater world. You're not just thinking about how high my leg is or is my epaule mom perfect or damn, I didn't get that three pirouettes or, you know, the technique is underlying, but the actually the greater gift is the artistic um, openness that I think for me that was instilled at those at that early young age, you know. Um, and I think a lot of quantum leapers would say the same thing. I know I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, yeah. and you notice these things too, like especially, like, and you and you'll notice it every day. Now I've mentioned it, you'll notice it every day. You go to PPY, you know, and you look around the room and see who's creatively um, activated in the conversation and who's not, or who's just who's just there to be told what to do as opposed to making it a conversation or a dialogue, you know? Yeah. What is, like, something that you kind of carry with you or that has... Yeah, let me start. What is... What's something that you take with you to each new project that you do? It could be a project with a company or a choreographic project or... Um, yeah, what's, what do you keep with you that really helps to, like, ground you in your work or help develop the process? I think as, I think as, uh, I think innately, you always take your past experience, whether that be a good experience or bad experience, you're always taking your previous work with you, um, and for me, that helps too, because that, that that's a confidence going into, especially when you go into a room full of people you don't know and you're creating work on them, to instantly know how to work that room and to connect and to open those dialogues like we're talking about. You know, I think that just comes from past experience. Um, but I guess, like, personally, something that I, I don't know what I would take in every... I guess... I guess I try to take in a sense of honesty and a sense of um, truth in who I am as an artist. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm not trying to replicate anybody else's ideas or work. Like I'm doing, I'm doing me. You know, Dan's doing Dan, and that's that's something that I hope that I try to. Well, no, I I do try to take that into every every process, every kind of role I guess you know like I'm literally at the end of my third week of a completely new role that I've never done before in my life I'm an associate producer at Ilbidri Theatre Company and so 
I'm trying to take 12 years or 13 years of professional dance and choreographic experience into a role of producing theatre. How do you do that? I don't know. I'm making it up as I go along. <laughs> I, you know, like I'm, I'm in this to learn. I'm in this to learn how, you know, how to produce work. So in the future I can, when I create my own work, I can, I already know how it runs. I know how a business runs. So, you know, I think it's just a, it's a, it's just my example of trying to take an honesty and a truthfulness and a, and a really good, strong sense of self as well. You know, just be you. I think that is, there's only one you. And I think that's the best thing that you could do is just to be you. Um, sometimes you'll fit and sometimes you won't. And that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. How did like, how did the opportunities that were granted to you at your time during your time at QL2 translate then into university and going into Bangar and choreographing and doing all that sort of stuff? Um, the opportunities that were yes, presented to me at Quantum. Doing hot trot or working with um, different choreographers in the senior projects. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think, like, it's, again, it's that kind of, it's that having been, um, um, that door has been, had, had been opened to me in working with different people. So you're learning different choreographic tools or ideas or different ways of moving. And, you know, it's just kind of, um, continuing to build your internal physical library um so you know you try and build a biggest the biggest library you can so when the you have enough skills that for a certain project you go ah oh, and you filter through and go oh yeah i've done that i can do that or oh wow that's new let me file that in new and um you know but i think opportunities like especially at quantum you know like creating god i remember creating my first work it was at the time i thought it was great uh and i thought it was um you know genre defining in a way and i look back on it now and i cringe but and it kind of makes me feel a bit ill that i maybe have thought those things but um you know i guess you start you have to start somewhere and the beauty of these youth companies and of the beauty of youth dance is that it's a safety net you can, you you know, it's, you can fall. That's okay. Like, God, I know artists now who are professional artists who still fall and fail, and that's okay. There's nothing perfect about the arts. There's nothing perfect about about what we do. It's all subjective. It's all constantly developing and growing. So, I think, I think one of the gifts of 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 youth dance was, you know, being encouraged to fail, and that's okay. Um, you know, but those experiences of and those opportunities to get to create work, you know, with your name on it as choreographer, um, uh, are, are very important. Are super important, actually, to the the building of confidence for young creators and um, and the, just the opportunities to open. You know, that even just to watch rehearsals for of a professional company or you know, like to sit in the theatre and watch company do company class is is a huge gift and a, an amazing thing, you know, to see the level of dedication that professionals show. And, um, 
and just you know you just to kind of just the more do- the most doors that are open for you the better i think as young artists and and I, I like i definitely feel like quantum kind of set that up for me yeah yeah what kind of lies ahead for you in the future like what interests you right now that you're really looking forward to exploring more Wow, I could talk about that for an hour. Um, <laughs> God, Go there's it. so much. Like, um, you know, I. God, what interests me? Um, definitely, you know, like I'm just kind of I'm. I just love the arts, and I love the wholesome feel of it. I love, you know, it's not easy. It's hard, but. I love the endless possibilities of it, you know, and I love, you know, I'm kind of, in, I'm really interested in, at the moment, like I said, I'm producing work for an Indigenous theatre company um, that that I also am super interested in. Um, you know, I think dance and theatre can definitely go hand in hand. They're both visual mediums and they're both storytelling and they should play, you know, with each other. So. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to learning more about theatre and more about kind of um, the art of of of, of theatre and you know and, and 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 the making of that and the presentation of that and how that's going to feed into my choreographic work because I'm still choreographing and still creating and I've still got commissions on the on the horizon that are that are you know that are coming so um, I'm you know I'm not out of the dance world but I'm really excited for the next year or two to kind of be one foot in each, or, 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 you know, to be, and to be in this kind of theater world and, uh, and a dance world that I kind of, I know so well and I care so deeply about, but I really want to, you know, just kind of keep learning and expanding and, you know, learn how to run a company. Cause I'd love to be an artistic director one day. I'd love to lead a company or my own company, you know, whatever, whatever comes first. So, um, you know, and obviously the importance of, of 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 black storytelling and you know um and and making sure that us as first nations people and artists have strong um strong roads and strong ways to tell stories you know we're the world's oldest living thriving culture and so we we need the longevity in in ways to tell stories and the ways to present work um and for our artists as well like we have 60 over 65,000 years of culture and stories to tell but new stories are being made every day you know and so it's just about trying to um you know all of this and how and how I can kind of help I don't know how much I can do, but my part and help in facilitating and advocating for that because, you know, I think it's it, it, it's super important. Um, but also, actually, and one of one of my first kind of loves, and that was obviously that, which is why we're doing this, is youth arts and youth dance. Like for me, I will be an, a QL two advocate probably until the day I die. Um, <laughs> You know, and I hope QL2 is is still around and thriving. Um, you know, I, I I adore that company and I adore the work that they did for me. And um, 
you know, and I'm always telling Ruth, I put my hand up, call me whenever, like I'll do whatever, whenever, um, uh, you know, and, and just, you know, you look at all of our kind of the professional artists in the, in, through, in companies, you know, spread around Australia in whatever the professional level companies are, we all started somewhere, you know, and so, and I think the more kind of open-minded, creative young people we can create i just think the better the work the professional level work is um you know there has to be there should be more every every state has has a has a has a has a professional level company every state should have a youth company there should be there should be this access for young artists and for young dancers to connect and to find common people and you know, to, to do common work and to, you know, to kind of grow um, and to open the eyes of, of, of Australia, you know, as a, as a nation too. So, you know, it's, it's bigger than just the arts, really. Like the amount of people who access the arts every year is, is huge, you know, in all sorts of arts. So I think, yeah, I just think like youth organisations and are so powerful they can be so powerful and important for young people the confidence you know the creativity the um the the lines of communication and yeah i just i i I just think they're really important and somehow we need to make sure that they continue to be you know kind of there you know we can't really afford to let them fade away so um yeah, so I don't know how we're going to do that, um, but we'll find a way somehow. Uh, yeah, I don't have all the answers. And I don't profess to have all the answers, but you know, I do profess to being a huge advocate for it. So, yeah. Um, is there any? Because you mentioned you're three weeks into this rocking new job. Yeah. What kind of like? Is there anywhere that you'd like to? you're obviously still making works and you're learning how to make these new new works. Like, are you kind of taking each new thing as it comes and just kind of like rolling with it and learning as you go? Or are you looking to um, really keep pushing up and keep pushing forward or? Um, a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B, you know, like I think um, I... I'm still, you know, with the new role, I'm still, I'm learning every day. Um, and so I'm kind of just going with the flow um, uh, and just kind of, as I said before, making it up as I go along and, you know, being open to just help, which is a wonderful thing. Um, but definitely maybe quietly, you know, maybe hunting quietly, I'm still trying, I'm still kind of quietly pushing onwards and upwards you know, in, in maybe in different ways. Um, but there's definitely, I'm definitely not, um, I haven't, I haven't, I'm definitely not in park, you know, I'm definitely still moving forward. Um, uh, I think the way I'm moving forward is maybe not so narrow anymore. I think it's a little bit wider. I think I'm not down a one way street. I'm on kind of like a four or five lane kind of highway that there's different, I've got different things. Um, and trying to also um, forge out a, um, a, a a career, you know, um, I like I did, and I realised I knew that I couldn't dance forever. Um, 
I would, you know, well, actually, no, I'll take that back. I think I will dance, you know, and I I haven't retired. People ask me, have you retired? I'm like, (laughs) do I I look 65? No, I have, (laughs) you know, like, I haven't retired. You know, I just, I just, I just walked away from Bangara Dance Theatre for now, you know. Uh, My interests have had changed and I, I was after another challenge and that wasn't the place for me anymore. So, uh, you know, hopefully I can, you know, like a boomerang go back at some point in the future, you know. Um, but for now, I think I just needed to, you know, take a step aside and focus on me, you know, on, on Daniel Riley and who I am as an artist, not who I am under a larger organization if that makes sense so um yes i'm still you know i'm kind of collating ideas and collating kind of experiences you know um which we all do thank you for listening to this episode i'm patricia the aydf youth ambassador for ql2 based in canberra if you're interested in hearing more from me i also interviewed anna kenrick you can find out more about AYDF online at ausdancevic.org.au forward slash AYDF. Notes for this episode are available at delvingintodance.com. You can also find both Delving Into Dance and Ausdance Victoria on Twitter and Facebook. You can subscribe for more podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and other podcast platforms. You can find many podcast episodes on the archive. Some of my favourites include Justin Shoulder, Anouk Van Dyke, Tom Bradley and Beck Reed. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Please listen again.